Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Let's play this intro. What's up, y'all? How you guys doing? What up, what up, what up, what up? Hey. Special podcast women's guest today. Yes, we got the women's equality podcast popping. Uh, oh, my, my beautiful black ladies. So this is this intro right here is um, Andy's dad. He was just laughing, so I took the clip and I made a beat from it. So that's our intro. You guys want to know? Shout out my pops. So he's just talking. Yeah. Hit those drops. What do you guys think about Blevins' drop? Blevins' Dober my hot dog. We need a different drop. We need a different drop. We talk. We talk about it every week. Yeah, I mean, he's upset about his drop, and one day we'll fix it. But to now, Blevins' Dober my hot dog. Blevins' don't burn my hot dog. Oh my gosh. All right. So we have three wonderful guests with us uh, on our women's equality edition of our podcast. Last week was women's equality day. So we thought what better than to have some women uh, who we love and are near and dear to our hearts on to celebrate with us. So can you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? I guess I'll go first. Uh, My name is Aisha Irene. And um, anything else? Just our names? Whatever. Whatever um, you want to talk about. I'm a DJ, as y'all can see. Um, yeah. That's it. Okay. Who's next? Uh, I'm Tiffany. Who's next? Go! 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 go. <laughs> um, I'm Tanise. Um, I'm looking for a husband. <laughs> okay. Put it out there. So if you're out there, hit me up. <laughs> like it. And last but not least, I'm Stacy Smith, and I'm just here to have fun. Are you looking for a husband? You know, no, what, a boyfriend, <laughs> yes, no, something. She yeah. she did the shrug real quick. Yeah, you gotta wait for the probably. Yeah, but you're at the, you can't look for you have to wait for it to come to you. Okay, you that to me. What did, what did uh, Jada Pickett Smith say? What was it? I'm not taking any advice from her. <laughs> <laughs> what was she in though? I forget the word. Entanglement. 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 Oh no. Are you right. looking for an entanglement? No. Okay. <laughs> Let's not do that. We're clear. We're clear. Okay. So uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So when we think women's equality, a lot of times we think uh, of the workplace. So let's start there. So let's talk about um, your journey, uh, where you're at in your career, and what you feel like is next for you guys. So we'll start with you, Denise. Um, I work in healthcare. I have been in healthcare for like nine years. Um, I'm working on a few little passion projects on the side, so I can hopefully go in one day and say I'm out <laughs> and just be able to do what I love. Would it be a dramatic, uh, exit? Um, no, I don't know. I know you. <laughs> Hold on, she, she going to leave a needle in a patient? Like, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, it would depend, it would depend on... Am I quitting because, like, I just got a bunch of money? Because then, yeah, I'll be dramatic. But, <laughs> you know, I might need to come back there. So I might need to be like, uh, I need my job back, you know. So I don't think. Well, maybe you found a husband with a bag. Yeah. Big bag. That's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never know. Okay. Are you able to speak on the passion projects or you kind of want to keep it on the low right now? No, yeah, I can. Okay, um, go ahead. Let's get into it. I'm doing a little mini docu series about love. 
Um, actually, you are featured in it. You and wifey. Um, so it's just different perspectives from um, I have some couples, singles, newly divorced. I give my perspective of basically how we give and receive love. And, you know, it's going to be a little cool little project. Have you have you started the project already? Yes. yes. How far along are you in it? Um, so I have to finish part of my um, part tomorrow, and then we'll start editing. Nice. When, Congratulations. when can we? Um, when, when will it? Yeah. When, when can we expect it? Probably um, by the end of September. Okay, it's around the corner on Netflix. <laughs> Not yet. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is it a tearjerker? Are we gonna cry? Mm, I don't. It depends. There were some um, interviews where they were crying. Oh, I don't wow. know if the audience would cry, but um, yeah, it's still gonna have a little comedic side too because it's me, so it's not gonna be all super foo foo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you guys will like it, and we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Where does where does this passion come from? Like, what inspired you to, um, you know, get this started? Um, well, I've always liked to write. Um, so I had a few different projects where I started writing. And I thought quarantine was going to be like my perfect time where I'm like, oh, I'm going to finish these scripts. But it didn't really happen like that. So I was like, let me do this one because it's kind of not so much scripted, but I just wanted to finally finish one. So then that can kind of like give me that push to like finish the scripts as well. That's dope. Cool. Miss Aisha, how, how did you get to where you're at right now? And what's next for you? Um, well, I, I've, I have a background in entertainment, corporate entertainment. Um, so I've always worked in entertainment and um, my dad DJs as well. So growing up, I used to help him load his crates, organize his crates. Um, you know, he'd take bathroom breaks. He'd let me get on. And he's more like the, you know, the families, you know, that kind of um, family DJ. Um, but anyway, um, about two and a half years ago, um, my last um, corporate entertainment job, I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to do something different. And um so it's been a great journey. Um, I've done a lot of big things in such a short time. I had a feature in Pop Sugar. And um, I did the Revolt Summit. I've done uh, Morehouse's Grammy Party, Howard University's Homecoming. I'm forgetting so many things. I just did a, 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 a virtual conference um, last month. Nice. Um, weddings, just all kinds of things. And um, so I, I'm really... What's next is just trying to really get in this virtual lane. I've been lazy, but you know, I need to, I need to get a Twitch, right? I need to get all that stuff going, you know, get some mixes and things like that. Um, I actually did a mix with uh, Dave Chappelle's DJ, um, DJ Trauma. It's called Electric Vibration. Um, hopefully we'll have another one coming soon, but he's still on tour with Dave Chappelle. So, um, yeah, just, you know, just doing everything I can really, um, to see where it goes. Yeah. Nice. What do you feel like your lane is when it comes to DJing? Mm, I mean, personally, I love R&B. Like, that's my, that's my pocket right there. But um, I think if you want to go far as a DJ, you kind of need to know everything. Like, oh, I'm also taking lessons with Commons DJ, uh, DJ Dummy. He used to be J. Cole's um, tour DJ for, like, the last nice. two years. And now my boy Nitrain is his DJ. But, um, 
I used to work for Common too. And so, um, you know, just being with him and learning with him, it's like, he's like showing me like other genres that I need to like get deeper into, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, American music is, especially hip hop and R&B, there's so many subgenres, you know? And so you think like, oh, I'm just playing R&B and hip hop. But what about New Orleans and Houston and house music? Bounce, be more yeah. house. You know what I'm saying? And, and New Yorkers love their, you know, their stuff. You know, they were the pioneers. So you got to know all that stuff. So um, it's, it's a lot more um, studying than people think. Um, so if you want to go far, that's, you know, that's always going to be a thing. And then staying on top of this, this, this equipment, the technology is changing. So yeah. beyond just playing music, like you have to know how to like keep up with it. I mean, I got a whole setup right here. Like y'all wouldn't even know, but huh. keeping up the technology too. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah. I got I got one question. What's your go to song at a uh at a wedding? What gets what's what hmm. gets the uh floor going? I don't know. That's a tough one because it depends on like the wedding. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's a tough one. Like okay. and most DJs, we don't like doing weddings really. We don't love them because it's just so all over the place. It's a lot of drama so involved. It's a lot <laughs> last I mean, minute stuff. Yeah. You can speak to that. So uh, a lot of us like to just like be in our own pockets and just you just trust us to do what we do. Um so weddings is kind of tough. Um I don't know. I don't know. Have that you a, have you ever made um a crazy create a creation on accident? Maybe like mixing two songs that maybe shouldn't have gone together and you made um a masterpiece um maybe not should have gone together but just more of like dang that i didn't realize that sounded good i do it all the time actually um so i have to like take notes and like write it down because it's like you'll get on such a tangent in another genre and be you know forget so um that happens a lot yeah nice definitely okay. So then I know your caliber, then I could gauge you. You're good. You're good. You're one of the good ones. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Stacy, how'd you get to where you're at in your career? What do you got going on? And what what do you what do you feel like is next for you? Yes. Um, so I'm an HR, I'm a job hopper. <laughs> <laughs> inside joke, inside joke. You got about 10 more months left. Yeah, it's about right. <laughs> Um, I'm currently the head of HR for esports company called Phase Plan. We just signed Bronnie James yesterday. Hey, can we get a round of applause for that? (laughs) That's really exciting. Um, But I've been in HR for about 13 years. My mom's in HR, which is how I got into HR. I thought I wanted to work in hospitality, did an internship at a hotel, hated it. (laughs) But one day I just didn't come back. (laughs) Like I just. They scheduled me to work for 4th of July. I just didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I decided that was not the major for me. So I minored in human resources. And then my career took off from college after that. And what I have coming up, I'm starting. I do HR consulting on the side. So I consult with a lot of small businesses. I do a lot of resume writing. So I'm hopefully going to turn that into full time. I've been doing a lot more consulting during covid so hopefully in October, my website will launch and hey. the world will know about my services. Kind of like word of mouth right now, but hopefully soon it'll be you know, full time. Okay. And I know you do a lot of things in the community as well, right? Yes. Um, Mentor Girls, we do a event called Palm Project. So we help girls that are unable to afford palm dresses, get free palm dresses and different services that we raffle off. Um, so we were working with one organization and we we're spinning off um, to start our own, Marlena and my friend Shade. Okay. 
Yeah. I love it. You guys, you guys smell like success. <laughs> yeah. Hello. 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 Okay, so you called yourself a job hopper. What's the longest period of time that you stayed at one of your HR jobs? And what's the shortest period of time? Uh, after graduating, um, two years has been the longest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was, that stresses my mom out. Um, shortest was, ooh, is that a tie? Uh, I worked at a cannabis company from that was six months. I guess the shortest is six months. That was like my last two jobs before my current job. Now I did six months since there. Um, and then I left, you know, I just feel like if you're not happy, you got to go. If I, every time I've left the company, I've leveled up. I, my title, my salary, so I've never been a lateral move pretty much. Um, but they keep calling. So I'm going to keep going. Okay. Not mad. I feel like that probably that that has to speak to your value. Like you you know your worth, right? Yeah. So. And I also know like as an HR professional, once you get internal with a role or a company, it's hard to make a large salary jump. You're only probably gonna get like ten to fifteen percent increases unless you're far below the market. And mm. sometimes even that companies don't care. So when you jump externally, you're gonna probably jump like twenty to thirty percent each time. That's, that's a bar right there. You just, you just bless us with some knowledge. On consultant. Does that mean we need to go start looking for some new jobs? Or I'm present. Out. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. A fake offer. I've done that before. I've done that myself and I've done that for other people. Um, I'll tell you, recently I had a friend that her company was underpaying her and I gave her an offer letter. It was honestly $70,000 more than what she was making. She was. Uh, I need to talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we worked out, you know, I feel like well, if you're, they're going to play games, we can play the same games as well. Um, so she presented the offer and they gave her, they matched my offer. What? I've actually like heard that from a lot of friends is that um, if you ask for more money, like a lot of times you'll get it, but people are so afraid to ask for it, whether it's a review or they're getting a new job, or like you said, like they're thinking about leaving and they're trying to do leverage. Like a lot of people just have that fear to ask. Thank you. Like the worst they can say is no. I Here's the thing. I play the game all the way through the interview process. They'll tell me what the range is. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then when the offer comes, I'm like, okay, let's really talk dollars. Like I, that's not going to work for me. Sometimes they'll be like, that's the highest we can go. Other times they'll go back and magically the money comes up. But what do you, what do you, what do you, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that's just starting off though? Like, and then maybe they don't have leverage. Um, what, what kind of game can they play and where do they seek help for that? You know, that's interesting. I would ask friends that are in the industry. Um, a lot of people go to Glassdoor. Glassdoor is not always accurate. That's like so Zillow. That's like Zillow. Right. <laughs> and I have employees coming, and Zillow is actually more accurate. I have employees coming up to me, they're like, this is what I see in Glassdoor. But I'm like, Glassdoor doesn't account your experience the industry that you're in all the time. Um, and you're also looking, companies are looking at internal equity. So you can't just come and say, hey, Zillow says I should be making 100000 to pay me that. Um, so I would say one, get some experience under your belt before you start trying to like leverage and like play these negotiation games. But at the same time, it doesn't help like during your um, interviewing process to actually negotiate and ask for more and ask for what you want. The worst they're going to say is no. And then you make the decision from there. It's good to know. I'm about to go to the, that was about a boss to the boss's right there. office tomorrow. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> I got this letter. Right here. 
All start. right, cool. Thank you for that. Let's move on to these next questions. All right, I'll, I'll go ahead with this one. Uh, do you have any personal stories in the workplace where you were made to feel less than equal by a male or female? I have a story. Uh-oh. Um, I mean, it happens all the time, I feel like, in entertainment. But when I worked at Airmark, my first job out of college, um, it was... 2009 when the recession hit and we all got laid off and then they brought two of us back to interview for the same role and it was a black lady that I was interviewing with she was the um, HR director for the region and she already didn't like me because the previous summer I was wearing open-toed shoes at <laughs> Angel Stadium but at the Honda Center you could wear open-toed shoes or whatever so she already had it out for me and at the time I should note my mom was the airmark she didn't get me the job. She came after me, but people knew that my mom was an HR and they knew who my mom was. So in the interview process, she says to me, why should I hire, hire you? Actually, I'm sorry. The, I didn't get the role. The other girl got the role and declined it. So they brought me back into interview for it again. And she said to me, why should I hire you? I don't hire losers. Yeah. Mm. So went on this whole rant about how I was not good enough for the role. And then they offered me the role. I did not take the role. Um, I was like, I'm just going to be unemployed. And then I wrote a letter. So I, she was disciplined. But probably four years after that, I found her on LinkedIn. And I wrote her this long message on LinkedIn telling her all the stuff that I accomplished, being this loser that, does, you know, they didn't want. And she didn't respond, but she read the message. So like at this moment, <laughs> I got my HR certification. I think I was working at Revolt at the time as the head of HR. So there was a lot of progression there. And so I had to let her know that that's unfortunate as a black woman, you're not lifting us up, that you're putting me down. And I was literally 20, maybe 22 or 23 at the time. Mm. All happened. Did we leave the curses in or out of the message to her? I left it out because my mom was still an employee there, but my mom was actually waiting <laughs> for one of the regional HR meetings. But unfortunately she never showed up, but then they ended up like shipping this woman off to a location that no one wanted to work at just because of her um, behavior. Wow. If she had wrote her on Twitter, it would have been some cuss words. It was, it was lengthy. <laughs> so, you know, we can't do that. I think that, I think that's, that's, that's powerful though, because there's power in saying no. And a lot of times we just accept, especially when we're in the moment of need and, um, you know, good for you for saying no. A lot of us don't, it's a talent, you know, it's a skill also. So good job. Yeah. Miss Aisha. Um, yeah. Like Stacy said, there's, it's, it's a lot of that in, um, corporate entertainment or probably just entertainment in general. So I could go on and on. I ain't gonna say no names. I ain't gonna drop <laughs> no companies and all that. Cause I still work in it. But, um, I, I think people have this natural sense of, well, I walked nine miles of snow to get the cheesecake from, you know, making the band or whatever. So you got to do it too. And, and that's not really the case. And times have changed and technology has changed. And, um, and then, you know, then you get catty women that, you know, are threatened because you might be cuter or more likable. Um, then you got, you got to worry about the guys too. So, um, you know, you just kind of get from both angles. Um, I, I have a lot of those stories, but, um, that's one of the biggest reasons I went into DJing was because I felt like I was getting the short end of the stick a lot of times in these corporate places that I was working that like nobody really wanted to help me get ahead or get that raise or get the promotion or let me even, you know, get, any visibility. And so, um, 
DJing kind of emerged out of that. And um, it's basically like a fuck you. Like, you can't do this. You cannot do this. You'll never do this. Anybody can answer a phone and send a file and all that and be a coordinator. Like, you can't do this. You won't be able to do this. And you can't determine my rate. You can't. I'm, I'm controlling that. Um, so, yeah, it's been great. But I had to go through those, you know, um, shorthand sidestepping, you know, things. It happens a lot. Can we get a, a finger snap in Z formation for that? Mike. <laughs> a circle too. <laughs> All right, Miss Denise. Um, same thing. Um, I feel like in every industry it's like that. Um, going into an interview, if I have a female that's interviewing me, I automatically feel like I'm not gonna get the position. Wow. Um, especially if it's a black female. Wow. Um, which is very sad. And I say this, I've been saying this, I don't feel like black people like in corporate America, you know, help each other out or try to, you know, for some reason they feel once they get you to where they are that you're going to all of a sudden like shit on them and then like try to take their position. So, um, I mean, it's just something that you kind of have to get used to. I, I don't like having female bosses either because um, I feel like it's always a competition with something, you know, and they're always it's trying to be like, well, I peed on this, so let me see, you know. And i rather a male anyway because I feel like I want to show a little bit of pity to see if I can get my way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> guess that works sometimes too. I got something to add really quickly. Yeah. Um, I've had both actually. It hasn't just been black people. It has been other races. It don't. It doesn't matter really. Like if they see you as a threat, they see you as a threat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because I, I thought you know working with all black company, I was like, oh my people. Whoop. Then I went to you know the, the corporate white company, and it was exact. They might have been worse actually. So for me personally, it has been other races too. It ain't just a black people don't want to don't want to see you get ahead white people don't want to see you get ahead <laughs> no i'm not saying that the white people want to see you get ahead but i do find that in corporate office the white people make sure that their other white people are getting ahead or that's, that's true so mm-hmm. it, it's not that they want to definitely help us out we already they know were looking out for their to. own yeah so like i we feel should like look out for our own okay that's correct right. So there I'm just go. like, okay. damn, why can't we look out for each other right, like that? Too? Right. You know what I mean? Like even especially at the company that I work for, it's it basically you can barely get in unless you know somebody. Mm-hmm. But it's never, you always see everyone like at the top, like, oh, that's so-and-so's cousin. Oh, did you know that's her brother-in-law? Like, did you, you know, like yeah. at the top? But then it's just like, okay, well, you in a position, you know, hook us out. out. Kind of like yeah. our, our, our presidential cabinet right now, right? Uh, nepotism at its finest (laughs) next question hey you got that oh I got him (laughs) (laughs) Andy just memorized I'm I'm, I'm soaking up game right now (laughs) alright who (laughs) oh man alright who are some women uh, you look up to and have guided you where you are now I will go first. Um, it's been quite a few, but I would say specifically my grandmother. Um, my middle name is her name. Um, she, you know, came in this world with nothing. And I mean, she was like an orphan and died with everything. I never saw her complain about anything. Um, you know, she was always happy. 
you know, just always thinking ahead, thinking about everybody else, thinking about the family le- legacy. Um, and just, you know, I was able to just soak up her wisdom over time. And like a lot of things as I've grown up, I'm just kind of like, dang, she was right about that. So um, I would definitely say her and then obviously, you know, my mom and the rest of uh, the women in my family, my aunts. Um, but yeah, the, my grandmother specifically. Um, I would say my mom, she's an HR, so I kind of followed her footsteps and always bounce ideas off of her. But also my friend Dorothy, um, met her when I was working at NBC and, you know, another black person comes on the team. It's like, Hey, so she'd been working at NBC probably for three or four years before me. So she took me under her wing and kind of showed me the ropes. And even we interviewed for the same role there. And it was, she got it, and but we were, we were both cheering each other on. And even after we moved on from the company, we both kind of kept helping each other along the way. And now she's like an exec at Netflix and just killing the game. Okay, so she's going to help Denise get her project on there. <laughs> 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 yeah, don't her until she rolls her eyes. Like, you don't know how many people are. And she's in HR, so she's like, I, there's nothing I'm going to Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- yeah. I thought you were going to say that she's going to find her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. What about you, Denise? Um, I would say the same as far as my grandmother. She was just always, um, I think like growing up too in a black household, sometimes they don't, that creative side or like if you say that you want to do something of that nature, they're like, no, like <laughs> you need to do something that like makes money. But my grandmother was always like, no, like do what you want to do, like do what you love and um, so I would say her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tanise, what about, uh, and then the rest of you guys after that, what are some, who are some male allies that you've had, uh, in your careers that have really helped you with your success? Hmm. Not too much. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. I'm like, Damn. Where the fellas at, man? <laughs> yeah. I can't no way. I would probably say, like, little, small, like, connections having males, kind of, like, and knowing them, maybe, but... Is that hard? Like, you have to, you feel like you might have to have a guard up, especially, um, you know, in a business field, like, you have to, like, kind of protect yourself when you're trying to move up, because you don't know um, people's motives, especially from a male. Is that something that goes on in each of your guys' fields? You want us to answer the other question first? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we can go back to it my, I gotta shout out that. my homies I gotta shout out my homies uh, no the DJ um, world is obviously male dominated so um, they've been super helpful cool you know if I need anything um, so I would say definitely um, DJ Dummy um, <coughs> Thomas DJ DJ Trauma Dave Chappelle's DJ D-Nice um, Sketch Artistic um, Night Train it's, it's a lot of them so definitely help me out okay um for me i would say my old boss at snap definitely was been a champion for me while we were at snap i mean he fought to get me on his team i was on a different team there and then even after he left he kind of still helped me and even now we're working together i brought him back into my organization while he's working at his company to do consulting so we've kind of been going back and forth with each other but he's definitely been a champion for me nice i love it now, Beth, what would you say, Andrew? What was your question? Uh, <laughs> I was just asking. <laughs> He's like, was oh, asking. beautiful blackness, like, man, man. I was asking if. Remember, uh, you're married, Andy, by the way. 
<laughs> I am married. Um, no, I, I don't forget that. Come on now. Um, I was asking if, if do you guys have to do you feel like you have to be guarded, like guarded yourself, like through these through your field, like especially with the males, just because of their motives sometimes are maybe not as unique as they should be. Or, you know, is, is that does that ever happen? I mean, I've had it happen, but I don't give off the energy that you're going to like, don't play with me. Like, it's just, and also being in HR, there's more of a line. I don't want that. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So, you know, and I, I come across like, don't, but we're not doing this. I had one boss that he thought he was slick, but I one time gave him a look and I'm just like, that was, he knew. <laughs> you guys ready to laugh now? I need this one to be out. Are you going to answer? Are you gonna... Um, Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead, <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, go ahead. You were going to say something? Um, you know, entertainment's kind of tricky. It's just, you know, the lines are blurred and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, you definitely have to have some some parameters to work within. Um, I'm a Libra, so I'm very social. You know, I'm, I be wanting to flirt all the time. You know, so I'll, I'll be nice or whatever, but, you know, I'll have to keep my parameters just so they know it's, it's, it's strictly business. But they, I mean, you know, people going to try. They mm-hmm. definitely do try. I'm um, October 18th. You know, Shout out to the Libras. <laughs> Gang, gang. <laughs> Tanisha, you? Garda? Um, yeah, same thing. There's always men that... I think, like, my first boss at this corporation was a guy, and he was, like, the biggest asshole ever. And I was, like, thinking, like, let's do it. I like assholes. Like, I'll be an <laughs> asshole right back. Like, and, yeah, I think I just... I had a talk with him because I like communication, so... Um, I have to let them know, like, I don't know who else that, you know, what your team was like before, but don't play with me and uh, I won't play with you. Let's, let's keep a G. Okay. Yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy's mesmerized and you're scared. Okay. All right. Uh, What's the you, next question, Jesse? I want to say something. Do you think it's sometimes the way you guys are, you guys sound really successful. Do you guys think that it could intimidate other people, even if it's a man, female? Do you think it could intimidate maybe like your dating life? Yeah, for sure. I could see that. Especially DJing. I could see it's that. It's hard to explain to people. People don't, <laughs> don't get it. All right. I got to, this is a, a funny question. I wanted some liveliness into this. So what is the craziest, most entertaining, ridiculous thing that you've ever seen in the workplace? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Miss HR has several <laughs> stories. Yeah, I have so many stories, but it's hard, like on the spot. I never can remember until afterwards. Um, craziest. While you think you, about it, Aisha, all the time. I think Aisha's got one. I I don't. I'm I'm like Stacy too. Like you know, there's especially pff, entertainment. Man, you just see all kind of stuff. Um, but. And I can't think of anything either, but I, and this isn't even crazy. I just remember, you know, Stacey and I worked at Revolt. Shout out to Stacey because she, you know, doing her plugs. Got me in there. Um, I, I remember, and Stacey probably remembers this. I remember um, when Puff was coming, he was, the, the chairman was coming, and we had to get the office in tip top shape, you know, just making sure it was nice and clean. It was like the parent was coming. You know, we spent like probably like a good week just, you know, arranging stuff, <laughs> getting things. And I'll never forget, um, he pulled up, you know, we're like, dang, chairman's here. Woo-woo. And he came inside and he had on basketball shorts, <laughs> Nike slides, and a black t-shirt and some sunglasses. And he smelled reeked, reeked of weed. And he was like, 
hey, yo, where my office at? <laughs> like, I know you fucking lying. Like, this man don't even know. How many companies do you have, sir? Like, we spent so much time. And I also was like, I'm going to work for my fucking self after that. I, I was like, and, and I was like, does anybody see this? Like, nobody picked up on it. I think it was just me that picked up on it. Like, we went so hard. You know what I mean? And he didn't even know where the office was. Wouldn't have even known if the same paint was on the wall. And I thought that was so crazy because it was just like, and then, you know, yeah, you see all kind of stuff, but that's that one. I'll never forget that story. Um, That actually reminds me. (laughs) Um, Is there a (laughs) revolt? So Diddy, the same, you know, along the same storyline. I was in charge of releasing the emails that sent to the whole company. So it like there was it stopped before it went out to the company. So it was a Saturday in November. And I get this email and it's <laughs> it's a video. And I watched the video and I called the CEO and I'm like, I, I can't release this to the company. He's like, it's either your job or release the video. I was like, okay. So the video was Puff in his house talking about y'all don't take risks. You don't take, since you got to take risk, that's why you guys live in like basically a box. And then he ran down his long ass hall. I don't remember. <laughs> how much space he had in his house and how we needed to take risk and stop being so scary so we could have a house like his and not live in a box. <laughs> that video probably was up from less than like maybe three hours. And finally someone else told him like, you're gonna get do you sick. want some workers or not? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> do you want people to work for you? Revolt, you know, revolt. It, did the for me. revolt. It, it worked for me. Shoot. Then I have one more story. There was an assistant, and I guess her co-assistant um, told on her. So the next day, she came to work wearing earrings that said "Trust No Bitch." <laughs> okay. All right. Where was I? <laughs> you worked there. I don't remember that either. You worked there, but you were you were in the other building. This was on in pro, this was in programming. True, true. Uh, oh, 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 her name starts with the H. You know who she is. <laughs> uh, and like I was, I was cool with her, and I thought that shit was funny as fuck. So they wanted me to discipline her. I was just like, hey, H. I was like, can you just take them off? H. <laughs> he just he just take them off. She was like, well, I want her to know I don't trust that bitch. I was like, you got it, you got it. <laughs> did she, no, did she know it was for her? Oh, she knew the girl. The girl deserved it. The girl absolutely deserved it. I don't even know who this person is either, but anyway. she didn't last that long. Yeah, That's we'll talk offline. Last. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Denise, what's the craziest thing you've seen in the workplace? Um, probably at one company that I worked for, this guy made like this big ass pot of weed brownies, <laughs> and not at Stacy's Cannabis Company, right? No. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> Not at a company that you should be um, eating any type of edible. Um, and it was about 10 of us that ate them. And <laughs> the next day, like the union came in and was like pulling all the motherfuckers in the office. And I was like, oh my God, I'm literally about to shit my pants. And I was like, I called out sick. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to stay sick until I fight. And literally like five people got fired. But yeah, I didn't get end up like getting called in. I was like, I don't even know what you guys were talking about. And I guess like different people were ratting out different people. But yeah, it was like 10 of us that did it. And uh, five people got caught. Wow, you slick. I like that. I mean, 
All right. Thank you guys for that. And he's got some rapid fire questions for you three. So I, I suck at these rapid fires. Jesse's really good at them. I want to see how you are. <laughs> All right. So we, this is tradition. We, we yes. do, we ask these rapid fire questions. They're going to go quick. So just so we have an order, um, we're going to go Aisha first, Tanish and Stacy. All right. Let's just do that order. Um, so first, here we go. What is the funniest corporate business screw up you've heard of? The funniest corporate business screw up? I think we probably went over that one, huh? I don't even know. I don't got nothing for that one. All right. Yep. All right. What's the best type of cheese? I don't eat cheese. <laughs> Money. Money's the best type of cheese. Hey, okay. My cheese. Okay, next. What kind of cult would you like to start? What kind of cult? Yeah. Yeah. Stacy. Um, Oh, oh, it's oh, with yeah. one person. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Oh, I don't want to start a cult. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, be fun. Of, kind of... I, I think, like, I don't Aren't know. you part of the Beehive? I'm not, actually. <laughs> are you, are you Rihanna <laughs> Army? I got, no, actually, I got a good one. Navy, sorry, Navy Army. No, 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 wait, Stacey, I got a good one for Stacey, because she's okay. in HR. What are some of the nicknames you have for your customers or coworkers? Mm. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm just like... My nicknames? Yeah. Um, I don't really have any nicknames for them. What? Inside names? Dang, you're really bad at this. <laughs> I know I am. I don't have any nicknames for people. I don't like I mean no, I don't have any nicknames for people besides being real HR right now. Right? Right. No. That's okay. another offline one. All right, next one. Um if you had to give up one thing that you do every day, what would it be? Um, that I do every day, I'm going to have to go with probably shopping on Amazon. Well, that's all of us probably. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? How many chickens? 50, 11. 50, 11. 50, 11. All right. Uh, what would be the worst buy one, get one free sell of all time? Uh, <laughs> See, she's just as we bad at this think. as I am. <laughs> I'm so not good at this. Uh, I like looking around my house. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one STD, get one free. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh shoot! Okay. Okay. That's the worst. I don't want either one. I don't want to buy one. I was buying that. Ah, oh, All right. If you, uh, what's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house? A weirdest thing? Mm-hmm. The weirdest thing. Mm, my uh, parents have parties. My dad DJs, right? And um, I was here and um, I opened the bathroom. They were in there. My mom's coworkers were like making out. And I was like, get the fuck out. Like I was just like yelling and screaming at them. So that was probably the weirdest thing. Um, but that's really not that weird. But they're grown. So I just thought it was weird. <laughs> uh, what's invisible, but you wish people could see? Uh, this attitude. <laughs> <laughs> they can see it. Uh, invisible. I don't. You guys, I don't like this game. Yeah, so you good. gotta answer at least one. Come I on, mean, yeah. come on. This, this is a good one. Blevins had this one. Where, where is the strangest place you urinated or defecated? Oh yeah, Denise. I want to uh, know. <laughs> my pants, my bed. 
<laughs> that don't count if you're a baby. <laughs> oh, I wasn't a baby. <laughs> I literally pissed the bed probably like five years ago. Oh, did you say five years ago? <laughs> and my pants, I took um, actually Marlena. We got really drunk and I take water pills along with diet pills. And I took two water Ooh. pills that day to fit into my jumpsuit. So Marlena loves to take shots. So we got so drunk and I was actually about to go to my dick appointment and I had on a jumpsuit and I was like, Marlena, hurry up and open the door. And she couldn't find her key. And I was like taking off my jumpsuit, but I didn't make it to the bathroom. So I literally peed on her floor <laughs> and she was like, I can't believe it. And she tried to give me like these little ass panties to put on. <laughs> she was like, here, take a shower and put on these panties. I'm like, Marlena, I cannot fit those panties. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably the craziest place I got. That's and, and you're looking for a husband. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She's honest. Take me as I am. Yeah. That's right. There you go. Um, let me see. What is the most imaginative? Imaginative? And so you can come up with the most imaginative. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Um, I like I like Snoop's. Can I use Snoop's? Funky dog headed bitch. That's my favorite. <laughs> dog headed you bitch. That's a Gail King. Yes, funky dog headed bitch is fucking great. I love that. I wish I made that up. I, th- I thought you would have said you six thumb DJ. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm gonna put that in my back pocket. <laughs> All right, toilet paper over or under? Under. Ooh, she answered one. Yeah. Let's go! <laughs> Round of applause, Jesse. Oh man! <laughs> All right, this one should be good. What's the best inside joke you've ever been a part of? Job hopper. <laughs> um, inside joke. Mm-hmm. Probably I was at a happy hour with a girl and her boyfriend that I slept with. And like we had inside jokes going on, but she didn't know what was going on. I was in my 20s though, so don't judge me. (laughs) Aren't you only in your 20s now? No, definitely not. No, I'm about to be in my 40s pretty soon. I think the next docuseries should be your life. Well, okay. thank you. the next docu series is going to be about your life. <laughs> yeah. Literally, part two is going to be about my entanglement, and oh, we're going to see if they want to come on. Put, yes. me, put me on the soundtrack. All right. <laughs> a few, got a few. What are the three greatest living musicians? Three greatest living. Uh, that's a hard one. Why are you gonna give this to the DJ? Can you like give this to somebody else? That's like a good what one. For you? For you? Yes. Okay, no, ahead, it's not. Me. It's not. We. I mean, it's different genres. It's different. Like, uh, 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 no. I gotta okay, we skip. Can, okay. Yeah. Somebody answer that. Somebody answer that, please. Stevie. Yes. Stevie definitely. Um, Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Brown. Bobby, like Bobby who? Bobby Valentino. <laughs> Y'all better stop. Oh Y'all better put some respect. <laughs> Respect on Bobby Brown. Okay, who is a celebrity that you think shouldn't be famous? Kardashian. I knew uh, that. Damn. That's like the go-to for one. Who else? Instagram people. I mean, all those Tekashi Six Nine, Vicky's, and yeah, Vicky yeah. Six Nine, like all those people. I don't know. I don't know. Which historical figure would you like to be? Historical figure? Mm-hmm. 
Mm, Harry Tubman. Okay. <laughs> I free niggas. I got one last one. This is for everybody. Aisha. What happened? Harriet Tubman didn't free them. <laughs> oh, that's what Yeezy said. We, we, right? we, we talked what, what about did, that on one of the past ones. Don't don't go there. Oh, I'm, I'm just I'm just repeating. <laughs> Thank you, HR, for clarifying. <laughs> <that. laughs> All right, last last one. This for everybody. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? I'd follow my dude around. <laughs> you, you said what? <laughs> you, you follow your dude around. around. Invisible or not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I was invisible, I would follow him for the whole day. <laughs> well, wow. be crazy even when she's invisible right yeah if i was invisible, invisible i would probably definitely rob a bank right that's like the go-to uh shoot i don't know if i was invisible yeah, I'd definitely be in somebody's, some rich person's house, just knocking shit over, taking shit. <laughs> Puff Daddy's house. Daddy's Puff Daddy. you know, I'd, be over there just, I'd just be fucking with them. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be fucking with them, making them, making them think they were crazy. Yeah, I'd be, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be playing pranks on people. I would be like the sixth man in the basketball game sitting on the rim. Nah. <laughs> All right, thank Love you that. guys for that. So uh, we saw the NBA strike last week as a result of, you know, what happened to Jacob Blake and what happened in Wisconsin. What are your guys' thoughts on that, the fact that they did that and then, you know, had a lot of uh, America supporting them and a lot of people on the other side, you know, that didn't support them? Um, I I wish they would have kept it going, to be honest. Um, I, I was very proud of them for doing it. That was a bold thing. I think, you know, we as Black people don't, you know, we – we understand the culture doesn't move without the without us, but we are still fearful of like dropping the you know the needle, um, mm-hmm. and so um, it, it was a good step forward. But yeah, I just I was ready to ready to ride with them. Like we ain't doing this, fuck this, you know. Let's mm-hmm. let's keep it going. But um, and I think a lot of people were, but but I applaud them for doing it. It's a step in the right direction. Denise, same ditto. Stacy, what were your thoughts on it? Same exact thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was ready to ride. No, ready to ride. I mean, I agree a hundred percent. I think that yeah, it brought attention to them, but I think they should have continued it because the longer yeah. they would have gone, the more and more attention that it would have gained. Yeah. yeah. I will say and, this though. Oh, sorry, Stacey. And you know, money affects, you know, people, that's what's gonna get the needle moving. So hitting their pockets is what I think they should have continued to do. I, I do think that it being the step in the right direction of obviously like making progress, right? Like you see a Tupac and then you get a Nipsey, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I think these younger kids, you, you're seeing the college kids do it too. So I think there, people are paying attention. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I think the, 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 the women actually took it a step further. Like they really repped. Women do so it the WNBA did a great thing. Then you had MLS, uh, strike that, that day as well. Baseball okay. also. Everyone likes that hockey. Right. (laughs) And then even some of the NFL teams like didn't practice. I think that I agree with all you guys in terms of, I wish they would have took it a step further and and did it for a longer period of time. I understand why they didn't. Um, And I do, do like that. They had some long meetings and several meetings and they asked for, you know, some pointed things that hopefully the owners and the the allies that they want to partner with actually deliver. But I want to see the NFL strike 
And and at least, you know, for the first game, couple games or whatever, I think that would really bring attention to it because I feel like that's the sport that, you know, most Americans really pay attention to. I wish more of us would recognize our power, you know what I mean, our worth. Uh, I think it really just boils down to that. But know, I will say... Shit. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, you know, you asking for, you know, you, you know what, you're, what you deserve. You know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's on the same lines of that, knowing your worth. I will say it's nice having sports back, though, because it brings some type of normalcy to this interesting time that we're in. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, I think that... <laughs> I think, <laughs> selfish. I think it also says a lot about Kellen Kaepernick and like what he did and um, the stand that he took and his fight. Like even when they they um, you know they brought him back to to practice and and to try out for a team, he was like, nah, there's still no change. So you you know even striking for one game, the NBA did an amazing thing, right? Applaud them, but the more change still needs to happen. Uh, the, the, the leagues, the teams, the owners, and, and you know, majority of the owners are, are, are white. I mean, there's only Michael Jordan. He's the only black owner, um, majority black, black owner in the NBA. Like they, they're the ones who needs to, to, to step up. I mean, the majority of the players obviously are black. So, you know, what change is really going to come from just striking for one day? You know, I, I, I want to see more. I think it's a little exhausting, too, for black people because it's like we have to, like, be baby activists. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of us are just like, I don't really want to take on that extra burden, but this is my mm-hmm. life. You know what I'm saying? This is my family's life. And so, like, I'm sure those guys, you know, it took them how long to get to this point? You know what I mean? Like, they had to have a breaking point. It's like a lot of them just want to play, you know what I mean? And go back home to their families and not have to think on this level. But a lot of us have to be baby activists. And it's not fair, kid. You know, just all the whole diaspora damn near. Yeah. So, you know, it sucks. It's got to be a lot of pressure, too, for, like, athletes, because a majority of them have to take care of, like, their families. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, from a financial standpoint, like, I remember Scottie Pippen talking about in the, the Jordan doc, like, you know, he's got, like, what, 10 brothers that he had to take care of? Like, yeah. I'm going to take this money. I got to take this money. So yeah. I know for them, they also have to think about that, you know. And, and that's tough. That that, that weighs heavy on the heart Shoot, and the brain. Regular, regular black families, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. And just basketball players. Yeah. No, I think, it, yeah, it's the same thing, too. Like, when the union employees are about to strike, you know, and some people choose not to, you know, cross the picket lines because, you know, you're not getting paid during that time or whatever. Um, but it is hard to like being that black person where you're like, well, I'm going to stand up. And then every, some other people like get the benefit and you're like, well, motherfucker, you could have been doing it too. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Not on the same page. Yeah. So I think once everyone's on the same page, like, look, no, we ain't doing it at all. And then everyone could actually stick by it. I think it'll have like a greater effect. Like Harriet Tubman said, I could have freed a thousand <laughs> slaves if they knew they was. <laughs> mm. Cool, cool. All right, let's jump into these weekly spins. Oh uh, man, let me hit that drop. A little coin ding, drop. Ding. This is when we spend money. It seems like we spend money every week. Yeah, I got money. I gotta send y'all files. <laughs> <laughs> come on now, come on. <laughs> Denise, what was your weekly spin for this week? So I recently bought a cellulite um, remover, like infrared thing. So I'm about to be giving myself some cellulite treatments and hopefully I will have a six pack in like (laughs) four months. She said a six pack. I'm sorry. Why was that funny? Uh, 2021, we coming. Yeah. Uh, So you said what, Stacey? It really worked. 
I mean, I've only used it twice so far and my legs be burning afterwards. So, I mean, uh-huh. I feel like if it's at least burning, it's doing something. Right. So, I mean, like they are really good reviews. <laughs> so I feel like it's a great investment. So look out for me. And uh, after these four months, no hoes can fuck with me. Cause oh. you're going to be saying you like, talk that talk. Mm-hmm. talk that talk. I'm going to say you like. Miss Stacy, what was your weekly spin? I bought a, the new Ninja Booty Grill XL. Okay. So you like to cook now, Stacey, because you're in quarantine? I mean, I kind of sold myself on being able to cook, so. Okay. She can't go to all the five-star restaurants right now unless Mm. she sits outside. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's been hot. (laughs) Air fryer cooking is stress-free. I actually enjoy it. Um, This one has a grill, so it's brings it to another notch. Right now I'm roasting a chicken. That's why I keep getting back up. It roasts, it grills, it air fries, and it does something. I can't remember, but I can. I can show us your final uh, project. I can show you what it looks like right now. Um, it's, you guys see this? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Thanksgiving, baby. Address, text me. Thanksgiving, text me. baby. Address. Yeah, text me address. Like, I'm pulling it. That looks just like the rotisserie <laughs> chicken at Costco. Air fryer making right? a chef, dog. Listen, it makes, I, I'm about to be air fryer top chef. Just wait oh, for yeah. it. Okay. You remember the Rice Krispies Treats commercial where the lady like threw out a flower and was like, oh, we're so hard on these. Remember? <laughs> air fryer is. I like that. I like that. I thought y'all meant spend like this kind of spend. Oh, so you said nah, spend I mean, money. Spend money. Um, man, I've been so good this quarantine. I paid dead off. I bought all kind of DJ equipment. So I treated myself to some YSL boots. That was on. Awesome. Where are you going to the grocery store? Right, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to be fly at the grocery store. You feel me? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what those I bought. Boots. Okay. Huh? I said I want to see those boots. Offline, She's wearing them right now. You know it. No. <laughs> I, should, I should have. Yeah. Cash your yeah, IO9 nine at Stater Brothers. What'd you get, Bless? Oh, Bless. Um, I got a couple more B side Jackson hats, of course. Damn, man. Uh, he had a, a Kobe one, a purple one, so I'm excited about that. And then, because it was Mamba Week, first of all, I struck out on all the Kobe's from Nike, so I'm Same. upset about that. But I got the hat, and then I uh, blew the grate. Dropped a couple of shirts as well. Um, so I bought a couple of those. So I'm excited to wear them to the store. <laughs> you, eh? Uh, I actually, actually, one of my purchases from Amazon came in after three months. I got some dumbbells. <laughs> three months? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, on back order. Yeah, man. They finally came in. So, you know, I'm going to try to get right. Might get a six pack, you know. <laughs> you yeah. and Janice going to be battling yeah. it out. Let me know if you want to borrow this cellulite thing. Oh, man. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I ordered some stuff, some Bo, uh, Bowflex dumbbells too, and then they finally got here. But you can't see that. I don't got pants on, so I'm not going to get up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family podcast. Realness. I got them in the corner too, but that's crazy. Um, but I, I also got a B-side hat. And um, shout out to Blevs and Andy uh, making me buy Apple and Tesla stock. So that's still yes, money that, that I was had. Yeah, I, oh, I did buy that today. Too. I bought that today. Yeah, that's yeah, money I had to spend, so... Yeah, yeah. See, all y'all was buying stocks. That's why all the stock apps were down today. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Did that's it? Good. That's a lot cool, of money cool. between us. So, all right, we'll finish this off with the Viber Nah. Uh, pretty much, this is the uh, song of our choice. Let me pull it up. So, we only could play 10 seconds of the song because, you know, I'm not trying to get sued. 
<laughs> I could have sent you these. That's what I'm saying. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, these. All right. So I'll just start it off um, with Blev's. Like, I'm just going to go in order so then I don't. Uh... Ladies first. Jesse, come on now. Come on now. It's women's equality. I can scroll up. <laughs> All you had to do was a little bit more work. I, I got it. I got it. Who's first? Who's first? Message. Aisha's vibe or not. Nah. Oh, I was already there. See? <laughs> right. <laughs> so entrepreneur, featuring Jay-Z's for real. Yes. I love this beat, man. This beat is crazy. Yes. Risk it all. I love that. All right. I like, yeah. Video. Video's amazing. Yeah. I think the, the video is in there really too. Stacey, you see Bud in there? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, that was a good song. I like that video is amazing. All right. Who got Tanisa's I Want You Around the Remix featuring Black? You guys hear Snow. Hmm? Snow, Snow Legger. Yes. Let's get it. Shout out Blevins, dog. Snow. It's not that I don't want you here. Yeah. It's not about the way you stare into my eyes. I know that I don't make things clear. No. I fall for you every time I try to resist you. We can get away. I was about to start singing. Yeah, I know. I'm like, 10 seconds goes fast. Oh, I wish, but I know. I'm, I just play it from straight from. You got you to gotta find your cue points. We'll talk about that. <sighs> all right, all right. Offline. Oh, <laughs> <Just playing. laughs> We're straight into it. I don't even that. Thing. That's uh, so Kendrick that. Lamar, that was your that's the, Yeah, that's Stacey's. Well, I know what it was. I was wondering <laughs> whose song, who choice. Wakanda. R.I.P. Love it. R.I.P. I was all, that all hit the stars. Hard. That's some Givenchy references. I was listening to that too yesterday and like crying in the car. Partly really? PMSing. Yeah. <laughs> I like well, kept repeating it. I'm like, oh, that's so What sad. was the other part? So part was PMS. What was the other part? Because he died. Chadwick. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman. R.I.P. Lou Dawson. R.I.P. John Thompson. Mm. Uh, who else? R.I.P. Cliff Robinson. Man, it's Robinson. been yeah. it's been heavy. Yeah, we didn't play my song though. I'm playing it. I just I, we wanted to give it a proper introduction because we played it. <laughs> What has been about three years now, huh? Since he came out the album? What a minute. 2017. Uh, 2020's been a long year, so it feel longer. Thanks, <laughs> you talk to your Gemini brother. <laughs> Andre, all of them. Talk to him. I mean, I heard he was going to drop breaks. him, but I don't know if 2020 changed uh, Probably. what he was going to do. Yeah. Oh, man. We'll go with uh, Andy's joint next is Benny the Butcher, uh, 97 Hove. 
Reese is watching, so I'm highly skeptical. Where I'm at in my career, when hitting, I'll be set to go. Uh, duct tape for the blocks, black tape for the strap. Bitly in the parking lot, ashtray full of pack. Had dreams of retiring and burying the money. Back when I was young, with more experience than money. Look, all my Georgetown shit, rock the blue Hoya. When they snatch my niggas up, I got a new lawyer. They start off young, so they shoot for you. I groom them soon, they become their own bosses and recruit for you. It's not a Andy was aggressive today, huh? Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, man. I work. Benny's coming up soon. Yeah, man. Griselda, man. That's his old stuff. It's 2016, 17. Yeah. All right. We got uh, Janae. It's funny because Blevins picked Janae and I picked a big Sean record. So <laughs> <laughs> we're fighting here, huh? Uh, summer 2020. Where is the song? Yeah. There we go. I can't get no sleep, no peace of mind. Trying to be the heat and summer madness. Only thoughts of you can get me by. And I feel like sometimes I cry. Cause I feel so good to be alive. And there's not a doubt inside. That's what, that's beat is crazy. I download that. I forgot it came out. <laughs> yeah, that beat is crazy. All right, I'll finish. Yeah, it. didn't she just um, get like most streams or something? Hmm. I think for that song, she got something like oh, most really? streams. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's wow. Yeah. That that cool in the gang sample is timeless. Never fails you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her sister even used that same sample for a song. Yeah. On the mixtape. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Kicking back. It's yeah. Hard too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. Keep it in the family. <laughs> All right, I'm going to finish this off with Big Sean, um, Harder Than My Demons. I listened to it. I think I listened to it this morning. And I was like, man, this beat is crazy. So wanted to play it. I don't even do flu shots. Click with me everywhere I go, so every pick a group shot. I done wiggled out the new snot. They been lying to me my whole life. I finally found the truth out. Like, they don't gotta love you if they need you. Got angels and demons on three-way, and they ain't coming to no agreement. And I still be feeling broken from getting money. And my teammate getting cream until we cremate. Beat headlines, I talk to CNN. I see a hate me, play hi, it's me again. They like, why you feel so good? I'm like, why I need a reason? A lot of salt, a lot of shade being thrown my way, man. Guess it's just a season. Imagine if I played the whole song when I was like three minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> rock. Hey, he he. Same with uh, Big Sean. He was gone for a while, a couple years now. Finally yeah. coming back. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. We can do without him though. Oh, I would love for Big Sean. We, we need Kendra, but no, Big Sean is. Good. I like him. Uh, it was good. It was good hearing him with Nipsey the other day when they dropped that uh that single. Yes. So it was yeah. good. It was great hearing Nipsey's voice. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Hey, thank you, ladies. You yes. guys are amazing. So much. I think I'm memorized just like Andy. (laughs) (laughs) I was mesmerized. You were scared. (laughs) I was both. I was mesmerized. See, that's balance. Life is about balance. Y'all got both of them qualities. Brian, for having us. He's dealt with us for years. Yeah. My OGs right here. (laughs) Yes. That's good, man. I appreciate you guys coming. You know, looking forward to getting a DJ sesh one time. Having sure. some HR hey, questions, hey. and if I need a needle, 
<laughs> oh, I know no, what the brownies what? are at. Anito. <laughs> the brownies? <laughs> no, you're going to be in her next documentary. Oh, yes. Or you can yes. make some abs with her machine. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, there we go. Or maybe I next... charge $100 per sesh. <laughs> no, the next doc, she, you're going to talk about why you're not wearing pants. <laughs> right. It was late, man. Yeah. I had to, you know, but don't judge me. That's the quarantine vibes. <laughs> All right, let's get out of So I've been, I've been wanting to make the outro, but I still I have hundreds of beats and I could pick anyone. So we just go with the intro. Just keep, keep the routine. I remember you said you was gonna start jerking in the, on the next one. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> hey, shout out to Lev on the shirt. Oh yes, yes. Wow. I ain't got one of those shirts. Get one. Get one. All right, we gotta talk about that. Long All right, is that it? Do we just leave or like you guys? <laughs> this is awkward. No, <laughs> you can't hey, 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 on the beat. The real one. Well, Sandy we'll can't help you. We'll say hey. Love is Dober, my hot dog. All right.